I want to learn how to skate. Skating is so much cooler than rollerblading now, and it used to be the total exact opposite. opposite. Well, these are less extreme times. I think I can say with some <laughs> we confidence. Have to, we have to deal with Trump. We need less extreme. Yeah, I try to find cool-looking rollerblades. Not, not possible? <laughs> not really. Did you try, like, just leaning into the blade-ness of it? What, 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 what like, I don't know, like, like rollerblades aren't cool, but you find, like, the least cool set of rollerblades. Andrew's saying you should carry a knife at all times and just shank people. I'm saying... You should just have a knife on your feet. <laughs> While you were busy roller skating. Two katanas strapped to my feet. Yeah. And some rolling pins. Just I in your hands. don't think Rollerblading. How will I, how will I move backwards on those? That's for you to find out. How will I do a crossover turn if I just have blades attached to my feet? I'll no. cut off my leg. Well, I mean, it's it's a thing you don't you don't master it day one. Rollerblading is not. Are you using this with skis? <laughs> Ice skiing is what I'm thinking. Of. Oh, I just invented a sport that sounds Ice super dangerous skiing. for everyone involved. Ice ski jumping. That's just that's the dumbest and most dangerous thing <laughs> any human being has considered. You might land so, like you might land on the ground, you might land in the crowd. You're, you're gonna land though and you God might land willing. stuck to a tree. There God were... willing you'll keep all your toes when you do. Hi. Welcome to Categorical Oracle, the podcast where three librarians give neglected topics their organization will do. My name is Andrew Crawford, and with me as always are Kelly Kennedy. And Mary Johnston. What's going on, guys? <laughs> well, clearly we're all very, very high energy right now. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, <sighs> I honestly, I thought about just running around my house instead of doing this podcast, but I'm dedicated. But I'm going to stick to it. You <laughs> Isn't know? there a fence there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would have jumped. You'd have, you have to okay. jump the fence. Yeah. That also would require me to stomp through the three feet of really hard packed oh, snow yeah. in my backyard. And slipping on the like ice on top of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Which looks like an amazingly beautiful movie prop. I love the look. The, the, the aesthetics of winter are really Fabulous. on point. The fact that it hurts to go outside and there's wind so strong you could get your car blown off the road is a little less appealing. But, you know, good looking. So... You this take, is, you this take is the, the good, dark you take time. the bad. This is the time we have to reach real deep inside ourselves and find things to be joyous about. Like this new heater we bought for the recording studio. My God, you, can't, is, you can't hear a goddamn thing. That is currently sitting directly next to me. Yeah. <laughs> but Kelly is currently straddling <laughs> and stroking. Yeah, it turns out yeah. basements get cold, guys. Like she's a child riding a, a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say a pogo I, stick, but I realized that's not even close to right. I would never Unless ride a doing big dog. Really I could hurt the dog. What true, if you were a true. really little child? And like, and <laughs> just a like baby on a Great Dane. Yeah. And, and just like a photo op. Like not, and not riding a great Dane, it. Like, yeah. like a, like a uh, St. Bernard. Bernard. Yeah. Same. They wouldn't and then mind. You just, and then you would just sli- sling yourself down around the dog's belly and it would open up its barrel around its mouth and give me some brandy and you you can take the child rearing tips from my mom (laughs) (laughs) it would only give you brandy if you were sick kelly jeez come on are you a well child or a sick child (laughs) (laughs) oh man whoever did that for the first time must have been like oh this is cute (laughs) 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 this is gonna be a thing it's like the first person who put a red collar on a dalmatian and they were like yeah. Oh. Yeah, this is going to be a thing now. That must be that must have been a really magical moment because yeah, there there are those things in life where you just do them. Well, I me probably never yet. Yet. But there are things that are just must be that perfect. They just uh you do it and nothing's ever the same again. Barrel necklace builder. <laughs> 
Thank you. I like that you're calling a collar a necklace. Well, I think... A dog necklace! Well, I think we have to concede that if it's something... Okay, so I was about to make a very dumb point, but I'm going to stick to it and make it anyway. (laughs) If it's decorative, it's a necklace. If it's practical, it's a collar. What? Shit. Nope. Nope. Damn it. Okay. You know what? I thought you were going to argue that the term collar hadn't been invented yet. (laughs) <laughs> and that that uh, before dogs, the concept of a collar, everything was just a uh, necklace. I love how you think my brain works. <laughs> Guys, I got a crazy new idea. That could have been my new idea that shakes the world. The collar. <laughs> or the dog necklace. The dog what you have to do is go back in time. Go yeah. back in time before St. Bernard's are wearing little barrels around their necks. Be like, I got an idea. It's called a collar. You might say. But first thing first, you need to go to a cooper. <laughs> You need to get a little baby barrel made. <laughs> and, and, you have to, and you have to explain that to the cooper. Hey, okay, um, but not reveal your scheme because oh, yeah. they'll steal it. So you have yeah. to be like, I need a small barrel for things. Or make up something really dumb. It'd be like a tiny little mouse hot tub. I've got five peaches. <laughs> and I want to store them to the Close for a very poor monkey. <laughs> <laughs> but don't, don't uh, no holes, please. No, no holes on the side. No. I just, no, um, I'll, I'll take care of the holes. I'll handle I'll, the I, holes. I know you're a cooper, but I'm a drillman. That's a job, right? Who knows what a kind drillist? of, who knows exactly, I will drape it on the monkey myself. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, honestly, well, I didn't, I didn't take his measurements before I came here with mo- my very specific request. I'm doing the classic thing. I'm putting the barrel before the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Look, look, listen, Josiah, just make me my barrel, please. <laughs> Here's sixpence. I don't know. That seems reasonable. I'm paying for a full barrel. Yeah. I, I yeah. want... So, so what I'm paying for is a tiny barrel and no questions. <laughs> okay. So, here's your sixpence. Make it happen. Also, I love that we're talking about the idea of going back in time to invent the uh, collar as the big revelation, not make a time machine to go back in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try it out. Been done. Been done. Boring. Stepped on too many butterflies. Oh, my God. Donald Trump is president. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> really puts things in perspective. Just saying. Well, speaking of traveling back in time, guys, um, let me let me, uh, if you don't mind, not to not to disturb the conversation. I'd like to take us back to a very seminal moment in um, at least the history of American children. Imagine, if you will, guys, it's the year 1993, and something has happened that would just impact all of, at least me and many <laughs> others. Uh, I, I would even say an entire generation of, of American children, possibly even. European children. I don't know. It's the time he learned about the barrel around the neck. (laughs) That's when the idea first came to me. See, then I can... Monkey barrels. Then the time machine just was an afterthought. You know, monkey barrel clothing was a really... hmm. Again, maybe that's a revolutionary idea. Anyway, back on track. Um, Guys, in 1993, what happened was legendary galactic fiend Rita Repulsa escaped from the space dumpster she'd been imprisoned in for 10,000 years... And decided to conquer the nearest planet. As you guys, I'm sure, recall, that planet was Earth. Some Scientology shit. <laughs> Doesn't it sound Repulsa? like it? Yeah. Rita Repulsa, yeah. Dumpster? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. You see, you're, you're starting off incredulously, but you know it's going to get weirder. Um, <laughs> oh, so, so much weirder. So luckily, luckily, Rita, Rita Repulsa's uh, longtime adversary and the most noble floating face in a tube, uh, Zordon, uh, as we all recall, Zordon was able to track down five, and I'm quoting here, teenagers with attitude to help guard the Earth against Rita's sinister machinations. Uh, the Rad Teens, of course, were the Power Rangers, iteration number one, uh, <laughs> a mighty Morphin, to be precise. Uh, what did they of- morph into? Themselves in costumes. Yes. Yeah. But did- able to use gigantic giant dinosaur robots. 
That's and, true. And have swords that could also be guns. That could also be a gigantic crossbow made out of guns. And as we're about to find out. <laughs> no, that, sorry, made out of swords that are also guns. And as we find out, that was a real game changer. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> everything oh, on our list. Oh, oh, oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. They just like an unexpected twist. You think you're going to get trapped with a sword? No. No. Shot. God, no. God, no. Get Be original. So, of course, uh, as you guys might have gathered, we were talking about the Power Rangers, but not just the... Well, we're talking... Uh, our conversation really is, is spawning forth from them. We are talking about knockoffs of the legendary early 90s cultural phenomenon, the Power Rangers. So, uh, which worth noting, uh, before we dig into that too deep, Power Rangers itself is, in a certain very unusual way, kind of a knockoff itself. Uh, in fact, I don't. I didn't realize this until many years uh, after I was a child. Um, the show Power Rangers, at least the first iteration, was uh, made mostly out of footage from the 16th season of a Japanese TV show uh, called Super Sentai. Uh, all of the fight scenes, all of the monsters. Any, basically, anytime anything, they're in costume. Anything yeah. that there's not them wearing like Tank tops and board shorts is Super Sentai season sixteen. Whenever you 16. Can see their faces, exactly, yeah. um, which is a wild concept. And this is from what's the what's the tradition? Yeah, so the the show Super Sentai is a, is part of a broader media tradition, television tradition, I guess. Uh, and I believe the pronunciation of the term is tokatsu. Which um, can I give a pull up? What's, it, what's do you have a definition at hand by chance? I uh, sure do. In one second, oh. uh, is a Japanese term for live action film or television drama that makes heavy use of special effects. Yeah, it has a more distinct style, like uh, Godzilla's Takatsu. Yeah, um, Power Rangers definitely Takatsu. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something else that I recently did. Any like big monster Mothra? Yeah, Ultraman. Ultraman. Anything where it's like people in big robot suits or um, oh, you know, giant um, monsters threatening cities. Yeah, Anne Hathaway. Colossal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anne Hathaway's Colossal. Which we did an episode of that on Space Browser. You should check it out. Yeah, indeed you should. Um, so, anyway, yeah. So, my point being that this show um, was a fascinating sort of cultural thing. This sort of weird hybrid fusion of existing media uh, and live action American stuff. Basically, to, to sell existing stuff to American children. That's the whole point. Um, do I do I judge you for that? No, because it was such a huge part of my childhood. It was such a huge part of mine and many other childhoods. So huge, in fact, that they were that it basically established uh, a formula of sorts that was repeated many, many times. And today, we'll be talking about some of the instances it was repeated. Wow, that was an awkward <laughs> way to describe what we're doing today. We're talking about Power Rangers knockoffs today, guys. That's the uh, theme. That's what we're going to talk about. Sometimes something is so nice, people feel like they have to do it twice. Or Time six to ten times. Times sixty. Yeah. <laughs> knockoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Power Knockoff. And the uh, the first knockoff on that list is a little show uh, that first aired in 1994, so a year after the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, um, was on for 92 episodes. Keep in mind, this was uh, six days a week that have the shows were on. They were like every after school and Saturdays. That, so this, like, is this is children's television. This is children's television. So, wild. Which I hadn't considered. 92! It seems like a lot, but we, and it is a lot, but also consider like how fast they must have run through that. Anyway, um, so VR Troopers, first show on the list. Um, 1994, 92 episodes. What is VR Troopers about? Well, uh, <laughs> first and foremost, uh, it's notable because this is the first official uh, sister series to the uh, two uh, Power Rangers. This is um, the same production company, uh, 
Sports, uh, Saban and Toei, I think it is, mm-hmm. uh, uh, both two companies that were involved with this. And they basically took the Power Rangers formula of chopping up existing Japanese media and pairing it with a bunch of uh, American kids and making a show out of it. What is this a chop up of? This is a chop up of a, uh, a few different seasons of a series called uh, the Metal Hero series. Nice. Yeah. Which, like, when you see that, you hear that title, like, oh, that makes a lot more sense than VR Troopers. Does it? Did you guys watch any of the videos of this? Oh, my God. Yeah. I only watched the intro. Oh, the intro is enough. Yeah. yeah. Big shout out to Julian Combs as Professor Horatio heart for just <laughs> refusing to smile and looking at the camera as if he's a teenage boy getting his picture taken. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it's, it seems like he's phoning it in. No, he's just dedicated to that I, Horatio. I, my heart immediately went out to him. Oh yeah, he, he stands out amongst the crowd of sort of uh, mentor figures for this. Uh, anyway, so the VR Troopers were, uh, who, who were the VR Troopers, guys? They were Ryan Steele, Caitlin Starr, they all and J.B. Reese. Only uh, three of them. Only three. They couldn't get five. Caitlin Star and Reese. JB Reese. Reese Star and Seal. No, no, and no. Steel. Ryan Steel. Yes, Steel. Steel Star and Reese. Yes, that's what I said. So, <laughs> yeah. I get you. I get you. I feel like Reese is really getting the short end of the stick really there. Is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they're huh. like, they're like, Steel, you get to be cool and sound dangerous. Star, you get to sound celestial and sexy. Reese, you get to sound like a peanut butter cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will say the one episode of the show we watched, um, both uh, Caitlin and JB were totally useless. Everyone depended completely on Ryan. And that just seems like you're really overweighting the power of the one white guy on the team. Mm. I don't yeah, know. it wasn't great. Although was... I do kind of remember Jason being an enormous deal on the Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, the biggest deal. Uh, until Tommy came along. Woo! Which one? Was he the White Ranger? He was the green slash White Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Until the Green the Ranger's White always Ranger a big deal. came yeah. along. Shit. <laughs> The white ranger? God well, damn. the Asian girl was in yellow and the black guy was black. So And the girl, and the, girl, and the girl was, was in pink. And oh. Buffy the Vampire Slayer was in pink. What? Did you know that? Oh, uh, yeah, she did. Yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar's uh, stunt double was uh, the pink oh, ranger. I didn't know that. Good for her. Because apparently they were so cheap, they were like, we're just going to hire stunt people because, like, the acting doesn't matter. <laughs> it shows. It doesn't. It shows. <laughs> it shows. Anyway. Um, Can so... you do a round off? You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some gymnastic it's fighting. It's what the kids are here for. Mm, yeah. Go hang out at a juice bar and do some kicks, buddy. <laughs> um, so Ryan was the most focused martial artist. JB was the computer wizard. Uh, Caitlin was a photographer. And budding reporter. Budding reporter. So, she was like she was like the she was like the April O'Neil. Yeah. But yeah, also yeah, yeah. you know yeah. fighting. I did notice that they kept making the black guy in all these shows, they keep making the black guys like smart and bookish, which I think is slightly uh a, a, a grab to uh, demasculate them. Emasculate I, them. I had a similar reaction, like, yeah. you know, because being, again, growing up as a biracial uh, uh, child in the 90s, you, you look for you look for sort of like icons you can relate to people who look like my dad basically that's what of i course. try to see, uh, seek out because there's not a lot of biracial heroes <laughs> at least it wasn't in the 90s um so for me being a nerdy biracial kid that was very important to have that kind of reference like a, a nerdy black guy uh, as sort of someone to look up to but also looking back yeah there's definitely an element of like so you cleaned up but like no oh, yeah. white maybe a white suburban family would feel a little bit weird oh, oh absolutely if their son their white son was watching an aggressive black male or, which is funny because of course the point of superhero like, action figure and yeah. was kicking a rubber monster oh my god yeah yeah there's, there's is this a, about gangs oh shit <laughs> 
in the 90s? Yes. Uh, there's a lot to unpack about Did they about flash that. their headlights at him? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On their Triceratops vehicle? Uh, make sure you bring an actual honest-to-God pen light with you to the movies to make sure that you're not sitting on a syringe full of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Because he didn't have a phone. <laughs> oh, don't, don't also forget, also don't, uh, don't reach in the uh, coin slot on a payphone because A, you're using a payphone. B, there's a needle full of AIDS in that payphone. <laughs> Basically, any spot where one would typically find yourself in a semi-intimate position, there's AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sitting? Are you using a phone? Uh, is there uh, any, Is there like a surface around you? Yeah. You can't Are you get... pressing yourself to a surface even lightly? Although, uh, no, you can't. They made a big point of saying you couldn't get AIDS from a toilet seat, unless, of course, there was a syringe in that toilet seat. <laughs> unless, of course, you were having unprotected sexual relations <laughs> with that toilet seat and you had AIDS already. Yikes. <laughs> <sighs> ball pits. Ball pits, yikes. Snakes in the ball pit. Razor blades and candy. Yeah. Oh, God. Syringes everywhere. Our neighbor brought back a dog from Mexico. It was a rat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. That's stories to tell in the dark. Racist. (laughs) That's so deeply racist. I forgot that was a thing. That's a thing. From the 90s. Man, what the hell? We should should do that book. That should be it categorical oracle i would love to do that we could do all the stories yeah Ugh. there's a picture in it which still like curdles my blood this is scary stories for scary yeah, stories yeah. To read they're the making dark. they're making a live action show about that you realize and i've seen some stills and they look terrifying i don't know if i want to watch because all those images are so who's it for is it for children uh, or is for it for adults, adults and i think it's made by guillermo del toro so whoa that movie's like, gonna be so oh, scary it's a, it's a tv show that tv show is gonna be creepy yeah it like oof so uh, one day, Ryan, who you recall is the best martial artist of the group and by the, far. And the white guy, the oh. best. Oh, yeah. Clearly, clearly. Not a top. woman. Yeah, Not a woman. <laughs> yeah. Not a minority. Just a white dude with a butt cut who knows how to kick. Uh, so his search for his long missing father led him and his two friends, the aforementioned other VR troopers, uh, to a strange laboratory inside a digitized head. Uh, Professor Horatio Hart met them, who Mary mentioned earlier, that slick looking guy with like a tie dye background and like a uh, just, just, just appears to be wearing a cassock. I definitely oh, yeah. thought he was a priest. Yeah, <laughs> appears to be wearing a cassock. He's a digital priest, one assumes. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, the, the funny thing with this, so he and I, assuming I've gathered through what limited avail- information is available, that uh, Ryan's father. Tyler and Horatio uh, were their life. Life's work was dedicated to understanding a parallel universe. That parallel universe, virtual reality. Um, yeah. So their their work was invested in uh, understanding a v- VR, which I, I assume stands for virtual reality. And in this instance, is a parallel universe, not just a thing you put on. <laughs> not an you Oculus see when you have some goggles. <laughs> this was this was this was ninety ninety four. It was a it was a, a Game Boy a Virtua Boy whatever the game. But it like did a massive headache. seem to want to tell. It definitely is virtual reality. It's just virtual reality is coming to get us. Exactly, yes. which is a fascinating narrative that <laughs> makes, you think would be more uh, more of a hook these days. Well, more of a hook sense. like three years ago. Makes when low people, sense. Well, yeah. that's going to be in the next uh, season of Black Mirror. Oh, good, good, good. Whoa. The VR Troopers episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> Can we have that, please? Oh, my God. If we watch an episode, we'll watch it. And people are like, this is brilliant. I love it. I love it so much. And you're like, this this is VR Troopers, guys. You, son, you sons of bitches. Guys, this is VR guys. Troopers. His name is Ryan in the show. His name is Ryan. That guy's name is Reese. Jesus. He's bookish. <laughs> and non-threatening. Distinctly that non-threatening. That woman's name is Star and she's a reporter. Yeah. And, oh, there are signs. For some reason, there are AIDS needles just... 
everywhere. everywhere. Jesus. Horatio Hart got a rat from Mexico. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and it's still so racist. So racist. Oh, racist. Uh, anyway, so VR is an alternate reality full of villainous monsters who are trying to break into our reality and conquer both. Notably, the head of the villainous forces in VR uh, has a human counterpart. Oh, his name is Grimlord, by the way. Sure. The, the evil lord of VR is Grimlord, which is pretty rad. I'll give him that. That's basic, but I respect it. Um, and he really had to go into the family business. Yeah. Dra- oh. He couldn't, like, be a tailor. True. Um, even his human counterpart, <laughs> uh, which I guess is either him or some sort of, I don't even know. Uh, his name is Carl Zichter. Sure. That deeply real sounding name, Carl Zichter. Was Wait, Nazi. who's Carl Zichter? Um, Grimlord's human persona? or Wait, like... so when he comes out of virtual reality and into actual reality, he's Carl Zickler? Uh, Carl Zichtor. Zichtor. Who is a billionaire industrialist. Oh, I get it. It's yeah. like a Superman thing. Kind of, but but like way dumber. Well, they have to go inside the computer. Yes. Yeah. But are we the computer? Is this the Matrix? Is it's that not the Matrix? The Matrix. <laughs> oh. It's not mm. the Matrix. I'm just saying the Koch brothers are very much explained to <laughs> Yeah. I, I want to know what like, Dick Coke. Cheney's real name is in <laughs> VR. <laughs> it's actually a... Uh, Genghis Buttface. <laughs> sunshine and rainbows. Because, you know, he's just... He's so evil over here. <laughs> yeah, he's just oh, real friendly over great. there. Jesus oh. Christ. Yeah. That's his name. <laughs> Oh, man. So VR Troopers, what a fascinating little bit of media. What do you guys think about uh, VR Troopers? By which I mean, what did you categorize well, VR Troopers all, as? You did not mention my favorite character. Oh, please. Which is the dog, Jeb. Oh. Jeb the dog. Oh, I didn't. Ryan's dog, Jeb. Ryan's oh, dog, Jeb, who got a little bit too much science in him, so now he can talk. <laughs> <laughs> they put the science in me. <laughs> Horatio put the science in me. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was great. I thought I got some serious, like, I, I, just like the whole VR, but isn't it isn't thing? Like trying to try like reading about this show made my head spin. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. nothing about it. Even like, and it's it did point point in very sharp contrast. Well, not kind of very made it very clear to me just the extent to which, as a child, you're willing to just accept anything. Well, just, we oh, yeah. we also didn't know we didn't know what was what which end was up. It was nineteen. Yeah. It was ninety four. Like we, we knew VR was coming. <laughs> But we didn't know VR what it was. VR could have very well been an alternate reality. Do, Actually, oh my god! Oh, go ahead. Are we having this? We might be having a brainwave here. Do you recall there was a TV show called VR Five? No. There was basically that. That was the conceit of it. That a woman who like was like a programmer or something like that um, had a fancy VR rig in her home. And I shit you not. Oh man, this is all I remember about this show. Basically, the idea is there are four types of virtual reality and then there's a theoretical fifth which is like super crazy virtual reality and it's like full of mythical nightmares and stuff they and, must be uh, so disappointed that now it's just all like weird river raft oh i'm games. sure oh yeah yeah and porn yeah, yeah oh yeah 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 but um yeah basically this woman she's like has her vr goggles on she's doing like weird hand motions like oh virtual reality i love it i love it so much answers the phone well, landline, of course. Is Talks it virtual and... reality call? No, 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 no. Oh, no. oh, get ready, get ready. She then hangs up the phone on some sort of virtual reality, like the goggle holder. I think it was, or some sort of piece of virtual reality technology. Where did she end up? Goddamn VR five. <gasps> Wait, VR five is the phone? No, VR five is accessed by 
putting your phone on the thing that holds your virtual reality goggles. It came out of the internet tubes. It's yeah. it's the dial tone is what makes you go over it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, we didn't know we didn't know what was up. I mean, it makes sense to me. I feel like I feel like now we live in a world where like multiverses are just so mainstream that like we have more hard and fast like defined rules. Like if you try mm-hmm. to explain this to someone now, they'd be like, "No, those are two ta- totally different things that you're describing." Yeah, yep. absolutely. It's, it's not. as if you took two existing shows and just and crammed them right. together without really concerning well, about the plot or making it smooth or, or, or reasonable. It was just like someone <clears throat> super misidentified something. It was just like it's just like yeah, we're back. Uh, we're studying dinosaurs, and you're like, those are straight up mammals. Yeah, bro. Nope. Those, nope. those are alive. Nope. nope. <laughs> what are you, you doing? You wandered into a cat cafe. We are not studying <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> like, no. But it did remind me of another little show that tried to play with this. Yeah. Um, only slightly less violent than this other show that I'm going to bring up. Gem and the Hologram. Oh, yes. <laughs> Which is legitimately, like, one of the best shows I've ever seen. I'm not, I'm, that's not a sarcastic snarking yeah. work at all. But, it's, like, how does beautiful. synergy work? Synergy work. Synergy is kind of like a virtual reality experience, which turns you into a rock star. And you just can, can project just holograms Project anywhere. holograms everywhere. Well, if yeah, you, if that's you have not, yeah, that's nonsense, too. Yeah. So I called this <laughs> Showtime Technology. As my category, as in Showtime Synergy, oh, where you summon. Okay. So, but they're just they just want to cram it in there so bad. They just want technology as a connection. Smooth Jim and the Holograms reference. Thank you, uh, Kelly. What's your category? Uh, I really centered in on my favorite character, Jeb. Jeb. <laughs> uh, so I called this Bark Twice if you want to help save the world. Ooh, Ooh. nice, nice. I like it, Jeb. Jeb, Jeb. So I, uh, I, all of my categories, because this is about Power Rangers ripoffs, are variations on things from the Power Rangers, statements or objects, cool. etc. Cool. This one, uh, simply because it is such an uh, blatantly and and very openly an attempt to recreate Power Rangers using the exact same formula. In, in essence, I went with slightly more, not not mighty Morphin Power Rangers, rather slightly Morphid. Power Rangers. Ooh, I like that. Thank you. Thank you. I think that's a category. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. If I had to guess. I was going to say morphid, which is an interesting linguistic turn of phrase. (sighs) If I had to enter uh, a virtual reality situation and try to keep it at bay, I You talking DR5? (laughs) What if people bought, what if people bought like Oculus Rifts and they're just like, keep it in there. (laughs) Don't let that river ramp it out. (laughs) Oh, I swear to God, if you, hey, hey, thank God we got rid of all the landlines because otherwise. Don't touch it with a phone. I swear to God. It is a phone. Swear to God. Oh, no. Oops. Uh, Shit, technology. I like the idea that they're doing it with... Uh, Google Cardboard instead. So, like, just the real, <laughs> the cheapest version uh, in the world. Just and like, they have like a tin can phone. It's like a real. <laughs> it's like it's a, a glorified. It's video. glorified like plastic uh, sanding goggles. Yeah, and you <laughs> stick your phone on. Uh, not even that glorified. Just like just just hard cardboard. Hardboard. Uh, so so that was, VR Troopers was pretty crazy show, right, guys? No, Couldn't get crazier not, than that. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least crazy. So let me take you back a few years. Actually, um, let me. Tell you about something that's been a recurring theme in my life for for many years. I, I would say actually decades. Um, every once in a while, you know how there's like things in your brain you don't know where they come from, and they just could period- periodically pop up. There's a strawberry smell that I can't track down. Exactly, something like that. For me, um, for me, every once in a while, for many years, this song would pop up in my head. And I didn't know what it. I, I assumed that I made it up as a child because it was just ridiculous. That song went a little bit something like this. 
tattoo teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. I was like, Jesus, I was a weird kid. How did I come up with that? <laughs> then a couple years ago, I discovered that I, while I was probably a bit of a weird kid, in that particular regard, I had some influence uh, and that tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills is in fact a TV show. <laughs> you were literally and in fact, a theme song. that was the theme song. <laughs> um, yeah. Tattooed teenage. How many episodes yeah. of its forty episode run do you think you watched? I, that's a great question. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't. I couldn't until I looked up the actual premise. I couldn't have told you a thing about it, other than that it involved teenagers. It was sitting in Beverly Hills, and they were tattooing at some point. They um, really under under <clears throat> delivered on the tattooed. They under delivered on a lot, particularly like the Los Angeles skyline. <laughs> that was an interesting <laughs> decision <laughs> they made on their part. Um, they looked so, like they were like really, really close to the back wall of a Planet Hollywood. <laughs> like where it's like that yeah. stagecraft painting yeah. where it's like if you get close to it, you're like, oh, that's garbage looking. Or like <laughs> the insert that, you know, you know that show Tanked where they make uh, fish tanks for like rappers and sort of random people who own like massive furniture stores. <laughs> Um, like a yeah. backdrop from one of those tanks. If someone's like, I want this to look like a city. And then they're like, okay, here's your city tank. I think that you're being deeply offensive to tank, but yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. You're oh, not, I'm not, you're say- not wrong. I'm not saying that in the context, it's not a beautiful thing to see. But Tanked is really high quality hotel yeah. TV, I oh my will God. say. But yeah, if you take the backdrop true. from a tanked tank and put it and put some random gigantic teenagers with silver silver paint on their face and dumb masks and... Leotards? No tattoos, not a tattoo not a in sight. Bit of tattooing because you don't want to influence the kids to get tattoos. Dark tattoos. Well, this is also a point. I don't know if you guys had this experience. That a wet but, lizard uh, is going to run his finger. Oh yeah, lizard slash just ball of slime. Gross. Anyway, Gross. So let me tell you about the premise of tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. Well, I feel like it's all in the name. I mean, it really does know? kind of cover a lot of it. Um, so, um, who were? These tatted teens. Well, um, first, I'll let me tell you why they were tatted. First up, guys, the evil emperor Gorganus, a name that someone came up with for a character on a kid's show. Excellent. Gorganus. Excellent. Hey, there's something. I mean, anus ain't a swear. No, 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 no. Uh, and, and Paints a picture. And sometimes <laughs> anuses can be gorgeous. So Gorganus. Gorgeous is a much more, in numerous ways, actually, a much more. I think it's supposed to be just a giant anus. A gorgeous anus. <laughs> uh, so uh, the evil emperor Gorgeous, <laughs> that's how I'm going to be passing you for the rest of the show. Gorgeous uh, lived on the planet. <laughs> lived on the planet Moleculon because sure, sure. why not? Uh, he has Sounds his sights. Sciency. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, it, it's where an evil person would live who was waiting to science. Moleculon, yep. full of molecules. What kind? All kinds. All of them. Gorgianus wants to uh, conquer the Earth because it is a focal point for a system of power portals, and he needs them portals to sure. conquer the universe. Yeah. Scientology again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> they just repackaged Scientology oh in a bunch Ooh. of different ways. I think that you just need to really chase that. I think you need to find it, and I think you need to find out that Scientology money is behind all of this. Like, I, I almost wouldn't be surprised, honestly. If only Star were here. She could. Oh, uh, Star could do some investigative journalism. Oh, Star. Um, so who specifically were these tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills? Well, they are four. I, they didn't say that they were. Um, They're not friends. They were specially chosen. They were chosen. And there's no indication that, uh, that like the Power Rangers, that they had uh, attitude 
that's not ever well, clearly stated. Well, they're supposed to be tattooed. That's why well, I they, thought. Yeah, you would assume that cool. they would have attitude. Also, are cool. they themselves aliens or do they fight no, no, aliens? They are alien fighters. This needs yeah. some like punctuation or yeah. restructuring oh, yeah. of the fr- of <laughs> or the title. Just like a fundamental reconsideration from from the jump. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Maybe maybe scrap it. <laughs> so so uh, so Nimbar, a a gelatinous blob with arms, periodically who, when he needs them, um, chooses. Four teens from Beverly Hills. He wants some, you know, he wants some high class rich teens who, you know, hang out at the peach pit to. <laughs> yeah, to, Beverly uh, Hills 90210 came out four years before the show. And you have to assume that this is a, this is. That's why. <laughs> capitalizing on that. No. 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 Power Rangers and 90210. Shit. No way. <laughs> All the kids are going to love it. And the teens. Um, so the teens themselves are uh, Lori, a.k.a. Scorpio. Oh, by the way, the, uh, it's not explicitly clear because I've used the phrase tattoo teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills many times. That's not what the team is called. They are all galactic sentinels. Sure. That's their deal. Um, the first of these sentinels is, of course, uh, Lori, a.k.a. Scorpio. Uh, then Gordon, a.k.a. Taurus. Now, I'm going to pause here. <laughs> You're probably thinking to yourself, oh, it's a Zodiac thing. That's fine. Yeah, I guess that's, that's a theme for four people to have if you have a group of four give them four random zodiac signs or their zodiac signs i have to be gemini two of me (laughs) um i'm gonna take you on a bit of an unexpected turn though drew was called centaur Uh, and but but yeah kelly's paying attention now (laughs) um they um they have. She has the uh, sign for sign for Sagittarius. Like that's the constellation. <laughs> oh, that's a, oh so that's God. why, because you have the centaur drawing a bow, but they didn't want to call her bow or Sag. Saggy. Sage. Sage. Sagittarius. No, I'm not saying it makes sense. There I'm going plenty- punch up for Beverly- tattooed teenage alien fighter from Beverly Hills right now. You're yeah. like Carrie Fishering. <laughs> <laughs> tattooed. Te- you're like this doesn't make sense. No, just pick a theme. Oh my god. <laughs> please. Uh, and finally, uh, Swinton, a.k.a. Apollo. You know, sure. His does not make sense. Nope, not at but, all. But, to be fair, the one time the black kid gets the best name. True, true. true. Also, uh, nerd. Yeah. Also, st- but still a computer dude. Yep. Um, Apollo isn't. Doesn't Numbar uh, hook up with um, with a Centaur, though? They have a kiss. I read about it. Numbar? The blob? Yeah. I guess he can also be a human. Sometimes. Oh, I didn't read about that, and I am fascinated to learn more. They were like in love, and then he returns, and is like, "I have to go back to hitchhike." No, 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 no. That was a, I read about that actually. There's a separate, uh, I don't know, a different hitchhiker. Now my brain is so full of knowledge that I don't want to have. <laughs> you were reading here fan fiction. No. no, no, this <laughs> this is real Inter- fiction. Inner species. It wasn't Nimbar. It was another galactic sentinel from a planet who's uh, who was destroyed and whose team was killed. And he oh, I he thought that was Nimbar. Hitchhikes oh. the skies. Oh. Okay, sorry, go on. You can cut all that. Sorry. sorry. Yeah, that's right. Um, No, we're keeping your stupidity in. I can't believe you can follow this. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is tattooed teenage Uh, alien fighters from Beverly Hills. I thought these kids were going to have like full out sleeves. Nothing. (laughs) Yeah. They had like like, tattoos that one might be able to see under a black light. (laughs) Yeah. Which was pretty pretty advanced for the time. Anyway, so um, what is a Galactic Sentinel, you guys? So so a Power Ranger is a teenager who's wearing a spandex costume and a helmet with a dinosaur theme and carries various odd weaponry. <laughs> Are they right? old? Oh, a prehistoric animal. Saber-toothed tiger. Saber-toothed tiger. Prehistoric animal. And technically, a pterodactyl is not a dinosaur either, I don't think. 
that's something I remember from a class. Whoa, in college. that like blew my mind. Really? Yeah, there's like dinosaurs, like a specific. It's not not all. Not all dinosaurs. Of... Hashtag not all dinosaurs. Get Please, it. thank I you. Follow. Yeah, you get it. You but Sabretooth Tiger, for sure. I know that part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what um, was uh, the Pink Ranger? Uh, she was a pterodactyl. What was the Red Ranger? Uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Dur. What was the Green Ranger? Dragon sword. Dragon sword? No, dragon zord. Did you just say dragon? I didn't. He, <laughs> dinosaur. He, he had no, no. He had a dragon sword, but he he drove the dragon zord. Yeah, but what was his helmet theme? Dragon. A dragon is not uh, a dinosaur. dinosaur. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, he was also a white tiger, not a saber toothed tiger, a white tiger. Th- this is a. Me- it's just a mess across and, and guys, the board. And guys, and guys, that's the most put together version of the show. <laughs> Consider. Well, I'm sure in the original in the original show it was from it probably did make some sense. It's probably some context. And if you and if you were culturally, you know, if you were growing up in Japan at the time and you're watching it, it probably made a lot of sense. It's probably just like let's get the coolest, most trendy animals right now for children in Japan and just show them, show, put them all on helmets. Yeah. Kids will love it. But like now you talk about it, it just sounds like a bunch of gobbledygook. Sounds yeah. nonsense. It's, it does. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so, so a Power Ranger is, is a, a person who fly, drives or flies a giant dinosaur robot called a Zord. Uh, a, a tattooed teenage alien fighter from Beverly Hills doesn't need any of that shit. No. Because they are, they are like, <laughs> what happens when they activate their tattoo power through means um, <laughs> is they become like a 12 story tall human in bright colored spandex with a mask that covers their eyes and what silver be, mouth. Silver mouth. Like silver paint on their mouth. Basically. Silver mouth. They all look like they've been huffing, and yep. they all get equal opportunity crop tops. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, You're used to seeing ladies in a crop in a show like nope. this, but the dudes are showing their navels, too. It's, I liked that. It's progressive in that regard. But basically, the, these giant uh, teens in bad masks and bright spandex with the belly buttons Silver mouth. Out, silver mouths. Uh, <laughs> Please. Fight against a backdrop, which we touched on earlier, but it's just like, wow. It looks like all they had, like I said was a very, very close-up piece of the very farthest back wall of a Planet Hollywood and, like, discards from the Boy Meets World set. Like, everything is, like, a dowdy brown living room. Yep. (laughs) Or, like, incredibly broad-stroked painted skylines. That's it. Yeah, and, like, uh, it's just, like, black rectangles in the background. It looks, it looks, it looks... Like garbage. It looks like garbage. Also, it looks like uh, somebody's fetish. It's only, it's so Is creepy. Is it because of all the crop tops? It's because of all the spandex mm. and the dark background. Oh, and, and just to be these guys, uh, if they can combine their arms and turn into uh, something called Nitron, which is a gigantic... I thought that part was kind of cool. I that was kind of right, yeah. I liked when it was all four in. I thought that that looked cool. Yeah, and, and worth noting, so these guys, like the Power Rangers, uh, have bladed weapons of various types. Do they stab or cut with them? God, no. They Heck shoot no. with their blades. <laughs> Yeah, if you're if you're if you're uh, if you're from Beverly Hills, you don't you don't stab a person, even if they're an Gosh. alien. You just you just point your sword and blast the son of a bitch. To be fair, that's a, that's a really good technique for fooling enemies. Is they oh, think yeah. you, it's going to be a close range weapon. No, 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 no. They this... think they think you've got a bayonet and you've got a laser. <laughs> a laser trident. Blaster. So, for. Tattoo teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills, which is just kind of fun to say. I think I've said it like twenty times at this point. I'm going to keep doing it too. I'm going to work it in. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous. I'm going to work it in, gorgeous. Oh, I'm going to work it in, 
Gorgeneously. <laughs> God. Um, so uh, because this show just looks like it looks like something you would find on a hard drive in a creep's basement. Um, I went with uh, Go Go Stranger Danger. <laughs> I called it a dead dove. Is what it says on the label from Arrested Development. Oh. Or it's like, dead dove, do not eat. You open it, you look at it. Da-da-da. I don't know what I expected. Yeah. Look who's watching Arrested Development for the first I time. Nice. nice. Oh, I haven't watched it. <laughs> no? No. How do you know oh. that joke? It's on the internet. Oh. It's, in the, it's on the zeitgeist. Oh, the it's the zeitgeist. All right. The dead dove. I really honed in on the fact that I feel like they couldn't choose just one thing. They just kept piling things on. And I think that all of these tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills are turning, are approaching the footlights, spreading their arms wide and just telling humanity, (laughs) we want to be part of at all worlds. (laughs) They won't choose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just and others. And others. Beverly Hills, tattoos, which are titillating. Aliens. Teens. Teens. Teens fighting. Blaster knives. Blaster knives. Beverly Hills. Crop tops. Crop tops. Spray paint. They just need to pick one. Yeah. Pick a lane. Pick some things. It could just be tattooed teenagers. And and, and, and then (laughs) pick some things and be specific about it. Yeah. But also maybe less specific than you're being right now. Be specific about cooler things. <laughs> the things you're choosing to be specific about are not good. The things that you're choosing to be very general about are also not good. True. Well, what do you guys think of category? Who wins? I like Dead Dove. You like yeah, Dead Dove? I'll give it a Dead I Dove. think yeah. it's a really do- is what it says on the tin. <laughs> All right, going back to the big leagues, uh, which means Fox Kids uh, for the next one. I think. I think also. I don't. I couldn't confirm this, but I'm pretty sure I recall. Tattoo teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills being on the USA Network, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Especially that in the explains 90s. a lot of Yikes. things. Anyway, let's give them back to uh, Fox Kids. Uh, next on the list is Big Bad Beetleborgs. Speaking of songs Big to get in your Big Bad Beetleborgs. Oh my God. This is the one that's stuck in my head. Oh my God. They're all in my Big head. Big Bad Beetleborgs. So while Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills was the one that haunted you, uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs has was the show that haunted my childhood in that I watched one episode with a friend who always gets up early because it was on at like 530 in the morning. Oh, yeah, I remember well, that. I, that makes sense. She only she got up really early in the morning to consume Big Bad Beetleborgs to consume television in the morning. But on specifically, Saturdays, it was one that I watched with her and I was like, I want to watch it. And I always tried to find it again, but I never saw it other than that one episode. Oh, man. You got a taste and you just need more. Yeah. And this is one of the ones that's all on Netflix. So I'm thinking about rewatching. Are you doing nice, a watch? Nice. You should do a, should do a it follow should up. be said now that um, Kelly absolutely does no drugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly will be watching this stone <laughs> sober, <laughs> sober as a judge, <laughs> consuming Big Bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> I enjoy it on its own merits. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a it's a competent show in itself. I don't know if I think I agree with you. <laughs> it's not going to be good. It's not. This doesn't look great. What well, will end up happening is I'll watch like fifteen minutes of it and be like, fine, and never yeah. watch it. Again. I think that you will love it. More yeah, all of it. So big bad Beetleborgs. Uh, man, all of these have shows have just the best titles. Um, so what is this about? Well, this is a much this is a the conceit of the show is much more reckless than the previous ones, mm-hmm. despite. 
one of the previous ones being Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Um, so basically, instead of, you know, instead of being a group of tough teens with attitude or money, as the case of Beverly Hills, um, or virtual reality goggles, whatever, these were just a couple of children, not teens, who stumbled into a haunted house in their fictional town of Charterville. Uh, these typical average kids, uh, another Drew, uh, this one, the main character, Joe, uh, his sister, I believe, mm-hmm. and Roland, uh, who was the nerdy blackhead. Uh, <laughs> I like how we were like, there's only there's only two races, white and nerdy black kids. That's I all. mean, that does seem to be That's what we had in the yeah. 90s. What's yeah, going on? Early 2000s. Yeah. That seems to be what's going on For here, Saturday though. morning TV, at the very least. Uh, so, um, so they enter this haunted house, the Hillhurst Mansion in their hometown, uh, on a dare from some rich dicks named Van and Trip, because, of course. It's a classic sno- slobs versus snobs. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. And you might think to yourself, are Van and Trip the villains? Nah, dog, don't worry about that. I don't know if they even come back to the show. <laughs> I didn't look into it. Didn't care enough. Because um, I did, because what I, what I found out next made me much more concerned about the state of the world than anything Van and Trip could have done. That is, of course, that upon entering this haunted house... A phantasm or phasm, sure. as I kept seeing it referred to, which, wow, um, lazy, by the name of um, Flabber, whose whole deal is being like an this Elvis be- impersonator. For Flubber. This is, oh, well, before, before Rob Williams Flubber. There was I have completely earlier. encapsulated what he looks like. Would you Please, have, go for I, it. I, I would I love it. He looks like if Bruce Campbell <laughs> landed a role being the Joker doing an Elvis Presley impersonation. <laughs> that is what he looks like. That is the first concise thing anyone's described this entire episode. <laughs> Holy that shit. That is what he looks like. That's amazing. That's he's amazing. Like, he's like the Joker with an enormous butt chin. Yeah. Spot on. Um, but he was also, yeah, so he, that's that's what he looks like and acts like. But he was uh, he was trapped in a haunted organ for some period of time. Not like a stomach, like a pipe. Yeah, yeah, pipe yeah. Organ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a pipe organ, not an organ. He wasn't hanging out with Gorgianus. <laughs> I gotta clarify. Yeah, yeah. In this in this particular episode. Yeah. So Flabber uh, is a phasm. Ugh. And <laughs> basically, uh, these three release him and he grants them anything they want. He gives three children one wish. What do they wish for? They wish to be their... Favorite comic book heroes, the big, bad, beautiful Borgs. So, of course, if you're going to miraculously bring in comic book heroes to the real world, you got to have comic book villains. The Magnavores. Flabber has a sense of, of of justice and dignity and whimsy. Yeah, but also <laughs> I think... so. I, yeah, he didn't so, want these kids to just go straight up murdering, like, <laughs> like petty criminals. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Murdering yeah. the kids who dared them to come in. Yeah. yeah. The, the, sl- the snobs. Yeah. So, yeah, basically... Um, these kids make a wish and they bring they wreak havoc upon the world by letting loose comic villains but also having the power to uh, giving themselves the power to stop them they also at one point meet uh, Art Fortune the creator of the Big Bad Beetleborgs who uh, helps them come up with new characters I believe Art Fortune Fortune. unfortunately one of the characters that old Artie has come up with is called Nucus or Nucus I don't know Um, and He's a monster so powerful he wipes out the Beetleborgs, but they come back again as the Beetleborg Metallics. <laughs> Thank that's, goodness. That, yeah. Kinda they like didn't a, die. It's kind of like a Platinum Mario situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> This trailer was 
awful. Yeah. <laughs> I hated this trailer so much. It was just, I felt like I just kept providing answers <laughs> to questions I didn't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you know, the Beatles so they can hover a small gargoyle. Is that a, is that a mummy? Yes, it, it is, is a mummy. Is that a werewolf? Of course it's a Is it a haunted house in Cherise? Is like, that, what? Is that a <laughs> creepy perverted chin monster? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. What's a big bad reward? Don't worry about it. Comics. Yeah. Don't no. worry about it. Don't worry about it. Hey, I feel like we Beetleborgs they exist. I feel like we <laughs> like didn't even really get to see them be Beetleborgs, and no. I thought that that was a crummy decision on their part. Yeah. They, they went all in on some like very very like seaside Disney Channel original movie. Oh garbage. yeah. Uh, worth noting, uh, this this show had a. S- Six, oh, 88 episodes. Oh my god! Which seems again seems like a lot. So many. That's more I than twice as many. As. And I like I seriously <laughs> spent for life. <laughs> my entire childhood trying to watch it. So, um, this one was so bad that I had to do some research <laughs> and learn how cars work. <laughs> which, when we get to our next one, you will understand oh, why I did man. that. Yeah, but. Just the way the cards dealt, the oracle I saw, it did not it did not line those things up. You win some, you lose some. But do you guys know what a choke valve is? Not in your a car? clue. Okay. So your choke valve is basically this little valve that makes sure that you don't flood your engine with too much fuel or too much air. Okay. And if something is out of alignment on that, you got a problem. Right? Because Sounds either like you're it. flooding your engine with too much fuel or too much air. And I feel like what's going on with Big Bad Beetleborgs is that they have a leaky chokatsu valve. Oh. And they are getting way too much fuel. You gotta get some air in there. <laughs> we need to we need to get some air in that pipe organ. We need to blow that mummy away. <laughs> and do like, the damn thing. I like it. I yeah. like it. Killer category. Excellent. Thank you. So good. <laughs> I, now uh, you also know something about cars. Yeah. The more you know. Thank you. Thank dun, you. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I did not get. I, I so I have repeat here. Um, and I think given given the premise that these children walk to a house are greeted by a creepy man who gives them whatever they want, and that is to be heroes and also bring villainy. Open, opening Pandora's box effectively, and to, really teaching these kids about responsibility in the process. Um, I went with another uh, go go stranger danger. I categorize categorize this as high school required reading. <laughs> oh, this is the monkey paw. Oh shit, Kelly! I I think I have to give that to you. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yours is going to come into play here. Mm, we'll Very see. well. Well, it's not for uh, what you think it is, but that's okay. All right, okay. fine. Okay, well, okay. summer no. required reading. Fine, fine. Monkey this looks. Paw. This does look like the cover of Scholastic. <laughs> it does exactly it really like does. you got a classic catalog. This would be on it. it. It's true. So, yes. yes, yes, you are right. You are correct. Okay. Yes. All right. Next on the list is something that I um, I never heard of before. <laughs> I wish we hadn't have heard. I this. I watched one the first episode of this. I I say this without a single bit of humor or or jest in my voice. I hate this show more than anything I've ever seen in my entire life, having watched just one of the 13 episodes that exist. Thank God they cut off then. What am I talking? No more. (laughs) Yeah. Like, we can't do it. I'm sorry. (laughs) We're done. This show, Vampires. Now, I know that... Not... uh, not 
not not not Vam with an M. Pyres. V A N, like the vehicle. Dash. Pyres, like the last half also of the word vampires. Pirates, which is how I <laughs> you read it's gonna be about it. I was like, oh, that makes all the sense in the world. Instead of a ship, you got a van. Yeah, sure. it's like Mad Max. I get it. Yeah, I great, get it. Great. I get it. And then I saw the thing and I was like, oh no. Oh no. Oh yeah. no, no. This is something quite different. You thought you yeah. were gonna be watching Mad Max for children. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, like, that yeah. makes sense. People would enjoy that. Yeah, nope. sure. Vampire. Vampires. I don't know why. Oh, that I, w- I wish it was vampires because yeah. vampires was. Don't steal my idea. I might make vampires. Do it. Happen. I, I, I wish you would. TM. Vampires. <laughs> um, yeah. So vampires. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I only watched one episode. Um, oh, where to begin? So, well, first off, it involves four ordinary teens. A common theme for today's episode, uh, who are accidentally caught in the path of a falling meteor. Uh, these teens, what's what's their deal? You might ask. Well, their deal is they really, really, really love cars. Sure do. Like a like a well, like a lot. except for except for the black kid who really loves TV. <laughs> yep. And is too young to drive. Well, they're all too young to drive. That's they just like want to cut. This just grease monkeys. They want to just... come to a junkyard. And just like work on cars. These kids are these kids are the way they play these characters. They're into cars in a way that makes me think they're gonna like go kill a cat. Like they're so enthusiastic <laughs> and so like grah. like the the show starts with they're in a classroom, oh, not yeah. paying attention. I watched, mind you, I did watch the beginning oh, this God. episode and like, like it's like almost three o'clock. The one of the kids who we find out uh, we find it was Axel, the leader of the group, mm-hmm. was like literally revving his his right foot against the floor like it was a car making car noises. Can't drive. It can't drive yet. And then the bell rings and they just run out the class and the teacher's like, "Oh, you got to do your homework. You should read these chapters." He pops his head back and goes, "Yeah, speed read." <laughs> and you're like, "That's <laughs> which it. if you and were they- that teacher, you'd be like." I mean, sure, if you know the technique, go for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care how you get it done. Just like, just be know the information. Be, know how to pass the pop quiz. Yeah. It's and fine. like, I know having said that out loud now, it sounds, that actually sounds like a cool thing if you had a good show. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. In it practice, wasn't cool. It wasn't no. cool. It was the least cool thing I've ever seen. And basically, so these four teens, uh, Axel. You're not talking about how much, how many sound effects there really oh, were. God. Because as oh, they were like God. running out the door and then the teacher says something, they're going to be like, screech. There's lots of sproinging and like it's like if an entire show was the intro to Saved by the Bell. Yes, like (laughs) there's just a lot of a lot of clip art flying across. With much darker tonally speaking, though, just in terms of color scheme. Um, But yeah, so so these four these four unassuming teens who, worth noting, the show is called Vampires. Are the heroes of the show called vampires? No, they're called the Motivators. Appropriate reaction. So stupid. So stupid. Axel, leader of the motivators, uh, he, he, he's just like a he's just like a gross, greasy dude. That's it. That's his deal. He's not heroic. Sucks. Um, in his motivator form, oh, I guess I should further clarify the premise of this show because I think I've gotten so uh, off on my rage <laughs> tangent. I've got to mention what actually happened to these four teens. So these four teens. I'm still unclear of that and I've watched it. Yeah. It's... Axel, <laughs> Axel, Snap, uh, Nuke, and Rev. Uh, after school, they go to what looks to be the scariest, least safe junkyard I've ever seen, which it sounds like a real, real serious adult. But yeah, it looks like it's, it's a place you wouldn't send anybody, let alone like a child. Uh, and it's owned by, oh, what, what, what's this guy's name? Is it, is it Van Helsing? Yes, it is. But is it like hard on the van, hard on the van? Yeah, that's that's a great point. Focus it on the van. They really cranked the gas down on the van and the Helsing is a nickname he got because he was a roadie for the Rolling Stones. It's, and one night, Mick Jagger couldn't oh. sing. And they said, 
Van, he'll sing. And that's how he got his name. He also looks like he's trying to do like the nerdiest, uh, f- like Frank uh, Zappa impersonation oh, yeah. that I've ever seen done. So you have? Do you know who it is wild- widely believed to have played Van Helsing? Wait, we, Wait, we don't is, know. This is not known. <laughs> well, he is credited as himself. Holy in shit! In the show, what? Do you want to know who it is? Desperately. Do you want to take oh. a guess? Cheech? Uh, no. It's, it's weirder than that. Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's Gary fucking Oldman. <laughs> what? 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 But why? Oh, my God. But why? What? There's another Wikipedia page. Uh, like, I can, oh, I can see it. I can see it now that you say it. I couldn't have seen it because it's, it's impossible it's to wild, concede. It's too wild, yeah. Did he? Holy Does that shit. make sense? Oh my god. Is he the right age for that? Yeah, he was kind of had like, I looked it up because I was like, this can't be. But he kind of had like a career slump right there. Oh. So he did vampires? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Wow. Oh. I like how, are you Googling right now? You're like, can't. Had, furiously. I love that he was in a slump, but still a clout. To, Maybe he thought not... it was going to be vampires too. Yeah. Oh, that's so. I, I, I know that sometimes you gotta do things you don't want to do I mean, for your job, Gary Oldman. But I just, I think I just lost a lot of respect. To be fair, he is, it is totally uncredited, and it might not be Gary Oldman. But in my mind, oh, I, I, I like to think it's. Gary I Oldman. want to make it very clear that I think it is definitely Gary Oldman. <laughs> all I needed to, all I needed to hear was a suggestion that it was. Because <laughs> he did, he does look a lot like Gary Oldman. He does look a lot like Gary Oldman. And I and he has a British accent. Oh man! Oh, and a bad tie dye shirt. Holy <laughs> Christ! Uh, anyway, so uh, <laughs> Axel, Snap, Rev, and Nuke are playing a game where they try to guess what kind of a car <laughs> it is based on the sound of the engine. Hold on. And then a damn meteor hits them and turns a bunch of junk into vampires. The titular vampires of the show, yeah. uh, led by Dracula. You know, honestly, I should pause here. I know, I know that I shouldn't be throwing shade me on this show. The entire premise of which is making slightly clever puns to describe <laughs> things. Shouldn't be throwing shade at a show that's doing that. But the, what I've learned from this experience is there are limits. <laughs> My, all things in moderation. Good Just God. because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, Count Dracula, the lead bad guy. <laughs> So this There's maybe... also so many people who are just credited as muffler buyer. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> apparently, apparently, at some point in most episodes, someone attempts to purchase a muffler. <laughs> Must be a running gag. Uh, I... <laughs> uh, so, since Meteor turns a bunch of cars, uh, a hearse, I believe, into Dracula, uh, an ambulance into some multi-legged spider woman monster. I didn't find the name. Uh, there was an ice cream truck. There, there, well, you get the idea. There's there are some a lot monsters, of bad puns happening. A lot of bad puns happening. And then it also happened to somehow turn these teens into technically also vampires. Well, they just, are just because vans. Just to clarify, just because a vampire, I had to make it clear, is a is a sentient transformer esque vehicle that sucks the fuel that requires fuel to live, and the evil vampires suck it out of other cars thus posing an existential threat to the world somehow. And the motivators pay for their gas and mm-hmm. make quite the big deal out of it, too. 
It was basically exactly the plot of Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> But without, but without the oh, charisma, it's an, it's Angel. They're Angel and Buffy. Oh man! It's like Maximum Overdrive without the charisma of a woman in a giant pink bow yelling, "We made you!" No, no, no. It's 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 Maximum Overdrive without the charisma of a truck with a fake <laughs> face on it that can't actually act or do anything. Which is it's somehow less charismatic no. than that. <laughs> It has it's to so be much noted. more lifelike. The Green Goblin truck is so much more lifelike than what they put Yeah, worth noting, um, this... Uh, this all, is terrible 3D this is animation. all, like, early days CGI. This show this show must have cost a goddamn is it fortune. Even, is it even CGI? Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. What? It is a CGI show, which, considering, like, each time on Buffy, when they kill the vampire, it costs 10 grand to do that effect, right? That's the least thing that's that I've heard. That's why so sparingly. This show so that, is all that's CGI. Why, that's why they also did a lot of things where it was just like you saw her and then there was just like puff of yeah, yeah, dust yeah. in front of her. That was just like Joss Whedon being like. <laughs> smoking mirrors, smoking mirrors. <laughs> With yeah. a palm full of sawdust. So this, so this, this show must have cost a goddamn fortune. They got they got Gary Oldman, for Christ's sakes, to play one of the main characters. <laughs> They're hemorrhaging money. Oh, my God. Oh, I wonder they could only do 13 episodes. It was, it was this was like this, this is the spruce she's goose right. of television shows. She's right. I can't, I can't find a single, like he's not even in there. He's not oh, even God. in their IMDb as to like who he would be. That's fascinating. Uh, I hate this show so much. I hate it so much. It's like it's, it's like somebody serious. showed an AI every episode of Top Gear and let it read a teen boy's journal after just read On the Road. Because by the way, there's a lot of rhyming beat poet style. There's That's a, a huge part of this too. Everyone speaks in very loose, very sloppy <laughs> rhyme the entire yeah. time. Um, it's Shakespearean almost. Um, I did. I did. It would also be described as if um, Bram Stoker just like really knew how to like do the ACDC list really well. <laughs> like if, if he spent his time, if he spent his time as opposed to like perfecting his craft and uh, and managing the backstage uh. of a theater. <laughs> Just really nailing that. Maybe that big puffy ass. If the epi- <laughs> if the epitaph to Dracula was actually ass, gas, or grass, nobody rides for free. Yeah. That would be this show, but for children yeah. and with Gary Oldman potentially as yeah. one of the main characters. And one more big name was involved. Oh God! How'd you th- feel about the music? Well, Danny Elfman. Spoilers. Hated it. <laughs> It was uh, the Who's John Entwistle. John Entwistle did this? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wrote a number of songs for the official soundtrack. I think, I think it's Frank Zappa then. <laughs> God damn it. What the hell? <laughs> Why? Uh, uh, it only makes me hate it even more. I, I just, I hate living in a world where this exists. I'm sorry. So that's how strong I feel about it. By the way, also, other movies that came out in 1997 starring Gary Oldman were uh, The Fifth Element and Air Force One. <laughs> The reason this show only has 13 episodes is because those 13 episodes happened a... before the fifth episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you say it was a passion project? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, what are your categories for this nightmare bullshit show? Mine, if I may take the lead. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. Oh. Sorry. Is Too excited. 
I had a lot of energy right now. I should have run around the house earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my category is another power, a, a subtle Power Rangers reference. So when I was looking for a, a category for this, I, I happened to on a wiki page for weapons used by Power Rangers, looking for like gear. That was my angle for that, right? And most of it's like, oh, this is stuff they carry. And it's all the stuff they had every episode. Like, oh, they had their swords and their little pistols, which is a weird thing, I guess. And then there was one entry, one sole entry for something called the Anti-Sonic Foam Gun. It was basically a big fire extinguisher that the Billy, the Blue Ranger, used one time. That makes sense. Yeah, of course. One time to stop one monster. <laughs> it was very specialized. It was only used then. Anyway, so that's such a one-use, very narrow thing. And I felt that the vampires, as a crime-fighting set, were so narrow in their abilities that they are an anti-sonic foam gun. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. I well, so I originally wrote the le- leaking Trikatsu valve, obviously for this category yeah. item. Then I watched an episode and I was like, that category is too good. <laughs> <laughs> I need a shittier category. Oh, I need a category man. that really gets it how terrible this is. So <laughs> my category is more can parenthetical as in toilet than machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible category. Terrible, terrible show. Uh, mine was high school required reading. It is the telltale heart. We took it for granted, and now climate change is beating uncontrollably loudly under our floorboards. Oh God, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I do. I do think Mary has to get Mary this one. Oh, now that I've gotten my rage out for the week, holy shit. Um, Let's go to our next item. So in uh, the year 1998, so mind you, this is five years after Power Rangers came out, an eternity in child time, right? You could go from being in kindergarten to fifth grade in that time, guys, and outgrow silly things like Power Rangers. What, what do we have to do? A more mature sort of fantasy-themed show in the vein of Legendary Adventures of Hercules. That's not the name of that show. Hercules Legend Continues. continues? Sure. I love the question mark. I wish <laughs> the legend good day. Xena Warrior Xena Princess. Warrior Princess. Done. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But but like I guess the question is let me let me pose a thought to you guys. When you were when it was nineteen ninety eight and what's something that could hook you? Would 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 you imagine a show that's sort of like Xena Warrior Princess but more Irish and more collaborative? Um, is that what you would that appeal to you? More collaborative. <laughs> Um, what I thought was weird about this is, wasn't Hercules and Xena four children? Eh, kind of. I, I watched really it as know. a child. I, yeah. I feel like it was like a show that like kids watch. Like it was a show for kids. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I this... mean, I don't know if it was for kids. It was family entertainment. Yes. yes. By it came on at five via, p.m. via Sam Raimi, which is never advisable. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, yeah. So this show, um, I haven't the name of it yet. Uh, the Mystic Knights of Tirnanog. So the premise of Mystic Knights of Tirnanog is that many, many, many years ago, far, far away, oceans away, in fact, there was a mystical island. Oceans away, which does imply that it, in fact, is on our planet. Yeah, but many oceans away. The standard unit of measurement, oceans. It's five oceans from America? And Ireland is only one ocean away. Ireland, oh, yeah. Like, most things truly are not... Many More than oceans. one ocean. I guess if you flew, if you were if flying to China going... over Africa and you go you go the Atlantic and then go over the Indian Ocean, you could do that. But why would you? I guess maybe somebody sure sure it's happened. Anyway, that's that's the only scenario I can imagine. We have two oceans. More than one. So this is taking place in China, you say? <laughs> or or possibly just the Pacific, but gone around the long way. 
I guess. Yeah, around the long way. Long, yes. long way around. Yeah, that's okay. how that's All how right. that's how we get to uh this mystic island. Uh <laughs> Which I don't know the name. The island itself is not named Tirnanog. Tirnanog well, is a part of the island. I think maybe it's one of it. Maybe it's just yeah. Nog. <laughs> Tear. Tear. Nah. nah. <laughs> Nog. Nog. Oh, God. Um, so Maeve of Timra, villainous witchy type lady, lives there. Um, and she... Maeve. Maeve's Maeve. a good name. It's a, it's a great name. So this island uh, has Maeve of Timra, but also there's a peaceful kingdom of Kells. Which did makes it does make it seem like you're talking about Ireland, does but we're like not talking, talking about, about Ireland. Absolutely, does everyone Ireland. have an Irish accent? It's absolutely, they have Irish like accents. It's and Ireland. it's technically it's based not. on an Irish folktale, but it's secret, not. It's not nearly as good as looking a secret of Kells. Is a very good movie. It's true. Is there is there is there a second Ireland in the Pacific Ocean? <laughs> if you come from America via the Atlantic Ocean, yeah. What if it's like in basically in Antarctica and you go and you're flying from Florida so you have to go over the Atlantic and oh that's that'd be an interesting trip very inconvenient very dangerous (laughs) probably um yeah I don't know anyway this not Ireland place has a witch named Maeve and uh Maeve gets some dark magic powers plans to conquer King Conchabar doesn't matter doesn't matter. The king. I'll be real with you. Doesn't matter. Literally know what he will call you once on it. To, to, once to. <laughs> Someone will. One person in their car will be like, and I watched every episode of Mystic Knights of Tear and Anog. It's Conchabar. Oh, sorry. Mm, bad inflection mm. on my part. Conchi. Conch. King Concho. Um, uh, Chastified Maeve. They're trying to have a peace. Maeve uses magic. Someone's a monster. Uh, a lowly, a lowly druid's apprentice named Rohan it apparently has a destiny. Huh, who knew? Um, no way. No yeah, way. Shocker. I know, crazy. So he goes out uh, in search of some magic powers to protect his people and fight Maeve. Uh, brings his sexy friend Angus along. Yeah. Runs into uh, the first non-nerd black man on this in this countdown. Anyway, so the, these Blank. guys, along with the princess of Kells. Uh, Get some magic Who powers. Just kind really of sucked. awful. Yeah. I'm sorry. She really. Ugh. That is one thing I will say. It is sort of. I mean, obviously, it's all tokenism. But like, there always is like a woman in these shows, and it seems like kind of a shame that they decided just to like waste it by making her a princess who seems like she kind of sucks. Yeah. Not even like a warrior princess. No. No. The, the, and that mold had been cast. You could. You could have just. Pull that as Xena. Well, I mean, you couldn't. You could have tried. Nobody is Lucy Lawless. God no. Can you imagine anyone? Okay, think of like your favorite older male star now okay. at this point, right? Imagine if you found out he was dating Lucy Lawless, wouldn't you be like, oh. yeah? <laughs> if well, but the only issue is that then Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn couldn't be together. Well, yeah. that's that's and a that's, love that cannot yeah, be so, broken. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> Anyway, um, so yeah, Gary Oldman and Lucy. <laughs> that's what Amelia I thought of because oh he's in God. the Zeitgeist, and I was like, "Yeah, our, that makes know, sense. our immediate local Zeitgeist." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the ghost of this table. Yeah, it's Gary Oldman. <laughs> the ghost of this table. <laughs> of the Zeit of this table is Gary Oldman as the Zeit of our Geist. He'll sing. <laughs> God. Yeah, I'm just like. Fan. <laughs> Vampires is just like out there floating around. <laughs> Everybody knows about it now. Yeah, we really picked the most topical thing we could possibly talk about on this episode of the you show. You picked this topic. I know. I'm not complaining, except you that I'm complaining this a lot. Weird topic. 
And you know what? We're laughing. We're having a good time. <laughs> it's fun. You're right. Anyway, so all of this this distraction to get the point that these four characters, guess what? They get powers and they fight It's evil. exactly the Knights of the Round Table plus Captain Planet. Plus also all... Power Rangers, plus also all of these making... shows. Well, but you know what? The one thing that they did that is kind of good is that they are all elements. True. Mm-hmm. Um, they picked a theme that King... makes sense. And and one of the one of the elements isn't like... Is a heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't bullshit. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. So you're like Aquaman, but also on land. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but you have a tiger that uh, chills with you. Anyway. Cool. Um, so yeah, Mystic Knights of Tiernanog. Um, <laughs> elemental medieval, not Irish warriors fighting with a dragon also. Funny thing, there's not a lot of information about these shows once you get into the later era. Anyway, um, what do you guys have for categories? And, and well, we should say that the Druid's apprentice ends up being oh yeah, a the legendary hero son. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, Man. there you go. How many of how many of the 50 episodes of the show did you get into before you realized that? Uh, oh, a solid 200. No, uh, I watched <laughs> all, all of them. them. Well, you are Irish. I watched all of so. them, and then I went to the cutting room floor. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, Kelly watched 400 percent of the show. <laughs> I've never seen the show before. Uh, I called it a dead dove. Is what it just says on the tin. It really is. Mystic Knights of Tiernanog. And they really want you to know it's called Mystic Knights of Tiernanog. Mystic Knights of Tiernanog. I went with another because this is literally if you took the Power Rangers and put them into Ireland, I called it um, slightly morphed Power Rangers. That's fair. I didn't really. I mean, like this is. It's almost like imperceptible how. This connects with the other shows. It is. Oh, when yeah. you watch it, you're it, like, it's oh, so obvious, but it's it is. It's, but like I yeah. can't really like nail it. So I called this a leaky Chikatsu valve because I think the Chikatsu got away. Oh, yeah. I agree. Like, it's just it's just like Hercules. That's actually what this show is like. But also it's exactly col- the Power Rangers. But collaborative. Yeah. yeah like but the things the things that it has about it that are the same DNA for the Power Rangers are like the collaboration. The weird, like, we're all a different a thing, thing that's loosely connected. Also, there's a... Our monsters are kind of large. <laughs> like, they're not... <laughs> we all get together and become one bigger thing. Yeah, it's not like... It's things that, that are, like, important and they're, like, there is, like, connective tissue there, but it's not, like, particularly inspiring or galvanizing connective tissue. It just... You're just like, oh, okay. All right. It's Mighty Morphin Hercules right Because for a while I thought it was going to be about them, like, getting thrown into the future because their armor's a little bit futuristic. Yeah. Yeah. But no. Nope. Nope. Just fighting Maeve. It's just the Knights of the Round Table. But, you know. But Irish. With a theme. Irish. Other than Irish. <laughs> All right, guys. We're rounding out the last item on our list. That last item came into the world in the year 2001. The first, the only of these shows to exist, uh, to have been born in the 21st century. 2001, Los Luchadores. Um, so... What was the series about? This was the one I could find the least information on. I found a paragraph. Anyway, so Los Luchadores, the one paragraph of description I could find about this show uh, is this. It's a series based on a group of Lucha Libre wrestlers led by Lobo Fuerte, who along with Turbine and Maria Valentine, with a little help from Laurent, fought villains such as the Whelp. One of them had a really long tongue. I learned that from the intro, and that's all I learned about it. Also, uh, Turbine has some wicked spiky hair. Yeah. Like, he really took the frosty tip things to its natural or possibly unnatural extreme. Um, let's switch stories. 
Did you figure out who the whelp was yet? Not a clue. The whelp is a chihuahua. Who? Oh, okay. <laughs> who? Uh, he's the pet. Wait, are you sh- sure it wasn't a big rat? Oh, <laughs> yes, oh God. Uh, he mm. basically becomes an evil genius through a freak accident okay. um, during while the Los Luchadores fight with a former assistant of a bad guy. I think this happens in like the first episode, oh, and so. Okay. Some of uh, the his like his owner's evil transferred into him, and he wears a metal covering over his left ear and eye, Cute. and he wears a little translator collar so that his minions can understand him. That's amazing. And he also has a r- little robotic suit. Who are his minions? Just people. Uh, they are called the Welpets. Two females. Mm. Wow. Demanded. And also he has <laughs> bone warriors, which are the ones who wear skull masks. Shit. Bone warriors? Wow, was doing it for themselves. Yes. Yeah, you know what? Good for good for you, the whelp. So let me ask you this question. Um how racist <laughs> do you think this show is by let's say twenty oh one standards? Well, what kind of blew my mind about this is when I watched it, so t- t- isn't this sort of like just watching uh, a luchador like wrestling match i think that's the idea this is this is I, which I, are general oh, i mean yeah. some of them are not family friendly of but course. a lot of them are like like there's like a rich tradition of like because you have um i don't remember the terms for it but you have like the good guys and the bad guys yeah. mm-hmm. like even more so than you have in like american wrestling it's really common like a luchador match to for like the lucha like the good guy to like pick a child up from the crowd to like punch the bad guy and like have like <laughs> the final blow. That's like awesome. it's like it's like very like funny and like there's lots of that in it. So yeah. I'm like, why are we just like letting kids watch actual wrestling matches? Yeah, I think that's what's sort of weird to me because I think I read I one other thing I read in passing like on a listicle somewhere was that this show was trying to capitalize on like the fervor of wrestling in 2001. And to your point, why not just like expose American kids to actual Lucha Libre wrestling. Yeah. It's like, like that seems like a much better way to do that. Also, are all the main characters white in this? I feel like the answer to that question is definitely yes. The woman they're is wearing masks, so 100% white. Super white. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like she is, yeah. she's like, she's, she's become semi-famous now. Really? She's in... Kirsten um, Dunst. Holy, holy shit. shit. No. Oh my god, that is the whitest person I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> she was in Falling Skies on TNT. Okay. But... I... That's uh, sure. I, I believe that's a show. That sounds like a show. But yeah. I will say that, like Lobo Forte, he's played by Maximilio Morone. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, Turbine <laughs> was uh, Levi James. Who? Uh, okay. Could, could, and I want you to know, those two men have been scrubbed from the internet. You really? cannot find anything on them. I looked, <laughs> and all you can find is them in costume. Much like those photos of Mitt Romney wearing skinny jeans, they've been much, taken off of the internet. Yeah. Much like all those, uh, all the. The threads connecting Gary Oldman <laughs> to vampires. <laughs> Guys, is there a broader conspiracy here? Is is Lobo Fuerte actually Gary Oldman? He got a taste of the kids' Saturday morning TV show and just, just had, had to, to keep, keep at it. Going. The whelp or, is Gary I was about Oldman. to say the same thing. <laughs> That's why he has to cover up one eye. Yeah. So the whelp voiced by Gary Oldman. I would like you guys to know, so this show was on for 16 episodes, <laughs> a, a, a trim little 16 episodes, yeah. and one of those episodes is called it's a mud, 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 mud world. <laughs> wow. 
What's the plot of that episode? <laughs> I don't know. It's four muds in a row. How sexy it's a mud, is that episode? Mud, mud, mud. Oh yeah, it, does. it just has no explanation. And the next one is called <laughs> "Here Comes the Sludge." <laughs> well, topical. I, I think I somebody must be uh, must be bringing some mud around. <laughs> I don't know. I think the Walt might be like creating a mud world. Ugh. But so like this. This should have worked, but it clearly didn't. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think this is an example of the fact that some, you just got to try things, guys. You just got to see what happens. This you know? is, and you can all you can always remove yourself totally from the internet. <laughs> this yeah. is Apparently. what I this is what I was wondering. If you quit acting and just leave, yeah, yeah you're gone. Yeah, especially if it was between the years of 1998 and 2001. Yeah, especially if your names are 100 percent fake. Yeah, also true. Uh, you have a stage name that you do not need anymore because you are just selling appliances at a Home Depot. Or Gary Oldman. Or, or Gary Oldman. Or Gary Oldman. <laughs> or you get a different stage name, which is, and you are much more successful with it. So I thought that this, there's no there's no reason that this wouldn't work. It didn't. So I called it a lay hiccup. <laughs> nice. It should have nice. been a layup, but it was a hiccup. Like someone <laughs> wrong. Or, or uh, another piston on that would be, if Andrew tried to do a layup, because I cannot do a layup. Fun, embarrassing fact about me. Andrew's like, can't just like three pointers, no problem, but layups can't swish, do Swish, swish, swish. Layups can't do it. Donk can dunk. Oh, don't. If you're I asking if Andrew and I watched Space Jam this week, and the answer to the question is yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because these guys are so specialized, I went with uh, anti sonic foam gun. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, I called it Bark Twice if you want to destroy the world. Uh, Welp. 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 Nice. I would also like to point out my list is a palindrome. Oh, shit. What does it say? No, it just is. It just goes back and forth. Like all the categories. Oh! Oh, I've done that before. It's fun, right? It, it is, is fun. Surprise. It is like, fun. Yeah. It, like, yeah. 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 And it out. when you like, yeah, lists, you are more likely to have that happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations are in order. Thanks. Nice. Thank you. Guys, we did it. Did we decide on that what that category was? Yeah, it's yours. Yeah, you. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Kelly wants us to <laughs> award it to her twice. Oh, my God. Okay, I get it. You win, Kelly. Hey! Um, What's our plan? No. Guys, we did it. We Boom. made it through. Made it through. Hey, yeah! <laughs> go, 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 categorical oracles. We you know, I only do it. low kicks for excitement. I'm yeah. doing round off kicks right now. <laughs> it's nice. incredible. Kelly. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's totally happening. <laughs> it, is totally, <laughs> it is totally happening. And, guys, guess what? I did a layup. <laughs> successfully damn it no unbelievable uh so thank you as always for tuning in uh to our show uh if you like it please give us a rating possibly a review in the uh, apple podcast store on apple podcast uh or the podcast platform of your choice which now includes spotify the big leagues yeah well, the second big leagues, I guess, technically. Whatever. The leagues that are of our time. A place you can listen to podcasts for free. Anyway, uh, so please uh, like, share, review, score. Score? No. Space. Rate. Most Rate. importantly, jam. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> and Most jam. importantly, space jam. Nice. And uh, while you're doing that, check out uh, the newly refreshed OutrageousMechanisms.com. Once again, guys, thank you so much. Bye. 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 Outrageous.